What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Adam Patrick. All right, welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, the official podcast for thevikingage.com. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for the Viking Age. Before we get started today, make sure to follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. The site's username on Twitter is at the Viking Age, and you can follow the site's Facebook page by heading to facebook.com slash the Viking Age. All right, joining me on today's show is Chris Shad. He's been on the show before, and he writes for us here at the Viking Age. So welcome back to the show, Chris. Hey, Adam. Thanks for having me. No problem. All right. Okay, so unfortunately, uh, we have to begin today's show with some, some pretty disturbing news related to the Vikings today which is uh, Monday, uh, Vikings cornerback Jeff Gladney turned himself in to a Dallas County jail after a warrant was issued for his arrest that stemmed from an incident that happened last Friday, April 2nd, between Gladney and a 22-year-old woman that was his girlfriend at the time. The details of the incident are pretty disturbing, um, but I feel like I need to share some of these for people to realize that what Gladney is being accused of is, is something that absolutely must not be tolerated by anyone. So after allegedly getting into an argument over text messages, Gladney allegedly assaulted the woman multiple times in various ways, including pulling her hair, punching her in multiple locations on her body, hitting her in the head, strangling her and dragging her from the, her hair outside of a moving vehicle. So the Vikings have have issued a statement on this, and it says the following. It says, we are aware of Jeff's arrest and gathering and are gathering additional information. We take this matter very seriously as the reported allegations are extremely disturbing. At this time, we will have no further comment. Gladney has been charged with third degree felony family violence assault, and he's facing two to ten years in prison if convicted. So, Chris, I already know what I think 
But what should the Vikings do once they find out all of the details, all of the details about this recent incident with Gladney? Well, if the allegations are true, they need to cut him immediately. Um, I don't think there's any place for this in the NFL. Um, I think that the Vikings have done a very good job of staying away from this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I was a kid back in the 2000s, like there'd be a Viking in the police blotter all the time. Um, oh, yeah. Ontario Smith had the Wizenator incident, yeah. which is little bit more fun than this uh you had the love boats you know but i mean dui he had, he had, he had chris and, cook stuff too chris cook yeah chris yeah cook the kind chris of cook like thing this. um that's kind of in the same vein like there's there's just no excuse for it like i i don't understand even if the allegations aren't true why are you in a situation like this why are you out this late at night with a woman that you think is receiving texts and why can't it wait until the morning? Why Why can't? Because usually in these situations at night, you're not acting rationally. I could tell you a whole bunch of stories from, you know, my 20s where I was out past midnight or so, and something bad happened. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is just, I'm, I'm trying to tread lightly because this is, this is more than a football issue. This is, oh yeah, this is just people being dumb. Like it's a, pe- I always it's a people, it's a people issue. Yeah, it's a people issue. Like, why Why is this still happening? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, at the root of the problem, you know what the worst case scenario is? You wake up in the morning, she has sex from another dude, and you move on. Yeah. You find somebody else. Like, that's the word. Or, or you work it out. Like, what is the benefit of any of that? What is the mm-hmm. benefit of prying her eyes open, trying to get the face ID? Yeah. Or, you know, and I'm, I'm getting kind of graphic here, but I mean, that's the details. She yeah. held her head to try and get the phone unlocked. So yeah. uh, it, it's frustrating. Like as a human being, I, I'm just sick of like, even over the past year, I'm sick of other humans treating other humans like garbage. So mm-hmm. if the allegations are true, I say cut them. And even if they're not, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. So that that's kind of my take on it. I mean, There's other things to say from a football perspective and kind of the position the Vikings are now in. But number one, most importantly, Jeff Gladney needs to be a better human being. Yeah. And and Mike Zimmer, he has two daughters. And I can only imagine, you know, if one of them went through something like this, you know, what he would do uh, to that person who did that to them. Um, And so... I just think this is something that he's not going to tolerate at all. You know, they've gotten rid of guys in the past for just DUIs. And they've been, and like you said, they've done a very good job at avoiding stuff like this or finding guys that don't get involved in stuff like this. You know, Mike Zimmer, you know, he was with the, you know, the Bengals when they were getting on the, the rap sheet all the time. And he was able to deal with all those guys. And he kind of brought that, that culture of like, you know, zero tolerance over, to the Vikings and like if you if you screw up, you know, you're out of here. So I, I feel like the same thing is gonna happen with Gladney. I don't expect him to be on the team any longer. Um and 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 it's just it's how it is. I think the Vikings are just doing what they have to do, get all the details mm-hmm. and then, you know, make their decision, which I think, you know, they've already called it extremely disturbing, which makes me think that they're already they've already decided and they're just making sure that their decision isn't gonna have any legal ramifications or anything like that. 
Um, but before we get into another topic, I just want to say this. Lastly, about this, if you see something like what Gladney did, and your first reaction is, well, you know, what if the woman made all this up? Well, you're part of the problem. Domestic assault mm-hmm. is a is a serious problem in this country, and I know it's going to be extremely difficult to eliminate it completely. But in order for the amount of incidents to be reduced, you know, people need to stop blaming the victims in these cases. There are so many victims of domestic assault out there, both men and women, that don't come forward because they're afraid no one will believe them or they will be blamed for what was done to them. So in this specific case, one person was charged with a crime. One person had a warrant for their arrest and one person committed these alleged assaults. So this one person is Jeff Gladney. If the woman who was allegedly assaulted in this incident ends up being charged with a crime, then go ahead, decide if you want to blame her or not after that. But tossing any amount of blame to the woman in this incident is not what anyone should be doing right now. The less times we blame victims in this case, then the chances get higher of these incidents becoming less and less frequent. So just please stop, you know, blaming the victims in these cases. So you know, do you have anything else to add to this? No, I, th- I think you pretty much covered it. Um, I was trying to think from an- another standpoint. I mean, the NFL still has its moments with this, mm-hmm. which uh, aren't exactly comfortable. Uh, I think of Tyreek Hill coming to mind, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it has gotten better since, you know, what did Ray Rice get initially at three games, two yeah, games? He's gone. He hasn't played in the like, yeah, since. Yeah. And, and I mean, a lot of it sometimes is if there's video, like, like to me, that's just kind of, I don't know if pathetic's the right word, but, but I mean, it's kind of like, well, the, we don't really know if he did it. Like, if somebody is saying, I mean, he turned himself in with, and with this much detail, <laughs> yeah. like there yeah. is a play-by-play yeah. of what happened in this incident, and yeah. and I'm sorry for using the ter- sports term play-by-play, but I'm it, it's very detailed down mm-hmm. to the second. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's pretty damning, and I mean, yeah, the the Vikings got to deal with it from a football perspective, but. Like I said, Jeff Gladney's just got to be a better human being. Um, so let's be done with this, and we'll move on to some some Vikings free agency talk. Uh, so last time I had you on was right before free agency began, and since then the Vikings have added a bunch of free agents like Delvin Tomlinson, Patrick Peterson, Xavier Rhodes, not Xavier Rhodes, Xavier Woods. Uh, let's let's not get that confused. Uh, Mackenzie Alexander and <laughs> Stephen Weatherly. So. Of these guys the Vikings have added from the outside, who are you most excited about? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all defense. It's all defense. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. off uh, pure name recognition, Patrick Peterson. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not – like, when the Peterson deal happened, I was really excited about it. Mm-hmm. I was really like, wow, we got Patrick Peterson on our team. It's like when the Vikings got Brett Favre at quarterback. And like you just realized all of a sudden, like, oh, Brett Favre is our quarterback. Like, I don't think Patrick Peterson's on the same level as Brett Favre, but I think that he still carries name recognition uh, to a point where you can get excited about it. I mean, fans were excited. Once I kind of, you know, cooled down, I realized, well, wait a second, we didn't have much money to begin with. And now we spent $10 million on Patrick Peterson. And we spend $11 million a year on Dalvin Tomlinson. It's like, okay, man, our offense needs help. <laughs> like, like I, I know 
Mike Zimmer wants to hang a banner for finishing fourth in total yards, or mm-hmm. I, maybe that'll be like for the first game at U.S. Bank Stadium. He'll just like stand out there and have like the machine gun pyro and all that stuff, and like they'll just unfurl the banners because we don't have one at U.S. Bank Stadium, as uh, many people will point out. Like just fourth in total yards, twenty twenty. Like it, it, it really bothers me that the Vikings just went and went all defense and free agency and the unit needed help. But I mean, listening to Mike Zimmer last week, talk to the media, he, it was just kind of the tone. <laughs> like, yeah, we, we went into, we went into our bunker and we all just gathered around and there was none of this zoom crap. And I brought out my grease board and I started drawing <laughs> on there. And we had some of the best defensive meetings you've ever had. And then I sat down with every single defensive player and I let them know where we stand. Hey, uh, Hey, coach, what about the offense? Well, well, I'm going to be fine. meeting with the offensive players yeah. next week. And um, we have really explosive offense. Um, explosive. Yeah, Sean you said Mannion that so many times. And, uh, Sean Mannion and Nate Stanley and um, what's his name? Jake Browning. <laughs> I can't even read Jake Browning. They'll all be fine. That's that's a bad omen. And, and our offensive line, I mean, we, we won games with Rashad Hill. He started the Minneapolis Miracle game. Yeah. <laughs> and he gave up six pressures to Cameron Jordan. But, hell, we still won. I mean, it's by the skin of our teeth. But, hey, he he did well on that final play. Case got the ball off. Like, it, it's just annoying to me how, like, the offense is just being completely ignored. And I feel like it's going to come back and bite them in the same way that they talked about the defense. Where, mm-hmm. yeah, we lost five starters. We'll be fine. Nope, you weren't. Um, I I know most of the guys are back, but I mean, that offensive line is so bad. I would have been more excited if the Vikings had somehow pulled the strings to get Joe Thune, knowing what I know now, the Vikings were going to go one big swing, Mm -hmm. getting Joe Thune or Austin Blythe, or there was another guard. I think Forrest Lamp is still out there. Like just getting one big guy along the offensive line. If it works out great. I mean, at least you tried, but I don't I know. The, what about you? I think the Chiefs got Blythe for like around a million too. It wasn't like he was asking for much money. I think they got him for pretty cheap. That yeah, was the veteran um, But you discounted the Vikings making a move for their offensive line because they re-signed Dakota Dozier. Um, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, they're still making that effort. They're gonna they're gonna come to you and be like, we re signed Rashad Hill, we re-signed Dakota Dozier. We'll st- we're still making you know an emphasis to improve the the offensive line. We were the fourth-ranked offense, and Dakota Dozier was our left Right, player. right. He played such an integral part of making sure we were fourth in total yards. Even though you're 11th in points, which is, you know, what you keep track of during a football game. Like, if we kept track of yards, the Vikings' offense would have been awesome last Yeah, year. I don't understand why they keep saying we're, we were fourth, fourth in offense. Like, who, who measures your good offenses by total yards. Like when did that start? Like we've always done, I feel like we've always done points, but all of a sudden it's like, Oh, we were fourth. It's like, yeah. in yards, because you were probably, you were behind sometimes. So you had to like, just gain a bunch of yards for, for nothing. It's like, they sat down at the beginning of the free agency and Rick Spielman's like, all right, I know we need some help on DZM, but we'll get in the draft. We'll get, you know, Andre Pedersen, a uh, pet squirrel in the sixth round. (laughs) He can, Moldham. There's a guy from Idaho State. He kind of looks like Daniel Hunter. Um, you know, he uh, took a jujitsu class that Daniel Hunter used to go to. But <laughs> he'll be fine. And Mike was like, "Yeah, but we were fourth in total yards last year." And Spiel was like, "What? Yeah, we'll we'll be fine on offense. 
what are you talking about? Now I know I know most of well, pretty much all of their free agent signings were on defense. Um, but you know, looking at who they were able to sign, they got some guys to come back. Did any of this prove that maybe Mike Zimmer has more value than just his skills as a coach? Since you know, a couple of guys like Mackenzie Alexander and Stephen Weatherly decided to return to the Vikings, you know, after a year away. I, I don't. I don't. And and Patrick Peterson. It, Patrick but... Peterson mentioned, you know. He, they, he seeked out the Vikings because of Zimmer's history with, with corners and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I just wonder, like, if what they were able to do in free agency, free agency this year is able to extend his tenure with the Vikings for more than just what he's able to do as a coach. I, I think that, you know, I think somebody mentioned, might have been Collar or somebody else, that uh, Patrick Peterson knows Deion Sanders, who was very tight with Mike Zimmer. Mm-hmm. And Deion might have been like, hey, man, go find Zim. Mm-hmm. We'll get you back on track. Mm-hmm. Like the vouching of saying, well, you know, people left and they came back. I mean, it was – okay, first of all, if they left for one year and came back, how good are they? Let, let's point that out. Second of all, like if – Mackenzie Alexander and Steven Weatherly move the needle for you and be like, we're back, man. (laughs) Um, I don't know, man. Like that's, you might need to raise your standards a little bit because I I just like, I I don't mean to be negative about this. team. I think they did a lot of good things, especially Mm -hmm. in the secondary adding Xavier Woods, who I think is going to be a better cover corner. Mm -hmm. Um, Very in that Anthony Harris mold. I think that Patrick Peterson, if he is, you know, even a fraction of his all pro form will be an upgrade in the secondary. Mm-hmm. You still have Cameron Dantzler. You still have Harrison Smith. Mackenzie Alexander gives you depth in case something like today happens, but maybe yep. like an injury, like Mike Hughes gets hurt. Mike Hughes, um, Chris Boyd, even he sort of showed some progress, I think, last year. Right. When and, he was and, on the field. I mean, you also have about 18 draft picks or whatever, or probably will be 18. <laughs> only 10 right one. now so, okay yeah r- r- right yeah i i just <laughs> i just have a problem by saying you know hey we our system works we got mackenzie alexander and steven weatherly back it's like you know sometimes there are guys that feel more comfortable in one system than another those guys yeah. played for zimmer multiple years they came back if they are nice depth pieces that'll be an upgrade to the defense but i'm not going to sit here and say that you know getting back your backup defensive end and slot <laughs> cornerback are, you know, earth shattering moves that Zimmer's got more pull. I think getting Patrick Peterson. Yes. But what does that get you? We'll find out what that gets the Vikings this year because Peterson's yeah. only on a one year deal. So if he's bad, sure. I mean, then you kind of go, eh, yeah. you know, well, Vikings had a number of notable departures, too, since we last talked on here, including Kyle Rudolph, Riley Reef, you mentioned Anthony Harris, Mike Boone, Afedi Odenabo, and future Hall of Famer Shamar Stefan. Um, <laughs> which of these departures do you think the Vikings will regret the most? Do you think Andre Patterson, uh, like, texted Shamar right after it happened. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be okay, buddy. Yeah, I, yeah, I know yeah. it. Like here's here's the other thing that's funny about that. Like I guess Michael Pierce when he saw that they signed Dalvin Tomlinson. Mm-hmm. Tomlinson's pretty much the same uh type of player as yeah, Pierce. No yeah. 
Yeah. So like Pierce thought and was like, oh no, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna get replaced. So he's like texting Andre Patterson. And I just wondered like if Patterson even had his number in his phone. Yeah. Just like, who is this? Who's, who's like, this? is this Samar? No, no, it's Michael. Michael? I don't know. Michael. Yeah. Michael Pierce. Oh, Michael Pierce. And, and he had a good reason for opting out. I mean, if you got asthma yeah. and yeah. we didn't really yeah. know what this COVID thing was, we yeah. still don't. No. Um, it makes sense. But I mean, as far as departures go, I mean, you replace Anthony Harris with Xavier Woods. <laughs> you replace who, Mike, who else was on the list? Uh, let's see. Riley Reef, Kyle Rudolph, Mike Boone, Ofedi Odenabo. I think you, you kind of replaced Odenabo with Stephen Weatherly. I'd I say guess. Riley Reef. Yeah, right. Even though he wasn't he wasn't great, who's gonna play left tackle right yeah. now? Yeah. And do you take one at 14 or do they kind of finally say, okay, we drafted Ezra Cleveland be a mm-hmm. left tackle? Let's put him there. Do you put I, O'Neal I, over there? Do you put Rashad Hill? You know. And if you put O'Neal over there, and you, you need a new right situation, tackle. Yeah, you put a situation like Orlando Brown, who went from mm-hmm. right to left, and then he wanted left tackle money. Yeah. And the Vikings don't have a lot of money, Mm-mm. so it's kind of uh, – we could probably get away with it, but uh, yeah. yeah. Well, they know. might have – They might have, actually, they might have a little more money coming up because they did just renegotiate Anthony Barr's contract, so he's a free agent next year. Um, and they Riley Reef had a pretty big salary, but he was going to be a free agent next year anyways. Kyle Rudolph, he had, he had a bunch of money on the books. They're probably going to extend Harrison Smith and he's going to, that'll free up some cap space. So they could actually, even if, even if Brian O'Neill moves over to left tackle, I feel like they could afford uh, to pay him some of the money that he's looking for, but they might even try and give him an extension. I probably feel like maybe this year before any of that happens to kind of get out in front of it, like they did with the deal Hunter who wasn't so happy after he played, out of his mind and then he's like hey wait a minute i'm like the 13th highest paid defensive end and they're like sorry um so what which of these departures do you think maybe might be a little more underrated and then actually could have like a pretty significant impact on the vikings maybe so i'm looking at what xavier woods does i'm looking at mike boone yeah actually yes because i mean alexander madison yeah had a that's, good week 17 start, but he didn't really do much in between yeah, then. And he had the, appendicitis too. That's which, not the healthiest backfield in the, in the NFL for sure. No. And I think Mike Boone's going to get more playing time than we think in Denver because yeah. Melvin Gordon's not good. Right. Denver doesn't draft a running back. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Mike Boone's RB1 by the end of the year in Denver. I think they have that's like five running backs probably, on their roster though. That's probably, yeah. That's probably like <laughs> a super homer take, but... I mean, I like Mike Boone. I, I think oh, he's I did a slasher. Too. I think I think a lot of the backs were underused. And I think this year, especially with the Vikings going to a 17-game schedule, mm-hmm. I think Mike Zimmer's got to mix in Madison. And, I mean, I think the Vikings take a running back, too. Just yeah, a wire at the end, maybe a UDFA. Um, I think that having three guys in the backfield and – not really. I mean, I'm not saying give Dalvin Cook like 15 touches a game to save him. I'm saying, no. you know, Dalvin's going to get 20. Give Madison 10, 15. And, I mean, and, he was averaging he was averaging eight snaps yeah. like in the middle of the season. Not yeah. plays, yeah. not touches. Oh yeah, snaps are plays. So eight snaps. Yeah. Like and Dal- Dalvin's going to get hurt. 
he's gonna get hurt. Like, yeah, he's never he's, he's he's never not not gotten hurt. So there's no At reason the for us to ex- get banged up. Yeah, he's gonna get knocked out of a game probably, um, miss half a game or something. And then the Vikings are gonna have who Alexander Madison and, and Amir Abdullah being back there. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this offense, the scheme is is very running back friendly, and a lot of running backs have had success in it, but at the same time. Dalvin Cook is not just a typical running back. That's why they paid him, and that's why he's, you know, a lot of people look at him as one of the best in the league because he's just different. Um, but yeah, I look at that Mike Boone departure, and I'm like, yeah, they signed Amir Abdullah, but I, I'm not, I'm, well, I'm not afraid of him when he's on the field. Uh, I don't think teams are opposing teams are going to be afraid of him. Like, oh, how are we going to prepare for Amir Abdullah? You know, he's just done so much in his NFL career. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think they might look to the draft to um, find someone, maybe someone who can also be either a punt returner or a kick returner, because um, they like to just get guys, mul- get multiple, use guys in multiple ways who are lower on their depth chart, you know, like Chad Beebe or whatever. Um, so I think I think that's that's an underrated thing to to keep a look at. Do, do you think they'll be able to survive without Shamar Stefan out on the field? every week missing tackles well what is doubt like mike zimmer loves him some dalvin tomlinson man oh like, yeah just, like he was gushing about him and his he's good though he's and, good uh, I, I don't know i mean it just seems they're throwing it back to 1990 is what they're doing <laughs> they're, they're getting two big fat guys 2009 2008 yeah, but I mean, Kevin Williams could at least rush the pass. No, yeah, he was very there good. Is, there is no interior pass rusher for the Vikings, so they're just going to rely on the big blob and have Kendricks and Barr run around them. And we know they don't send Barr to the backfield, so right. are they making plays two, three, four yards downfield? Yeah. If it's four, that's, uh, you know, first down every time. There goes your third down defense. Like, I... I I just not sure how this is going to work. I think in today's NFL, you need an interior pass rusher that can, you know, wreck stuff in the backfield. And, mm-hmm. you know, Mike Zimmer, if you just ask their staff, they know more about football than we do. And they do more than more than PFF, like more than PFF. You know, you ask <laughs> Adam Zimmer about Anthony Barr and he's just like, hey, man, uh, <laughs> this PFF. They got low grades, but they don't know, man. They don't know what we're asking Anthony Barr to do. Like, he's just got to do stuff. Like, we can't have him rusting the passer all the time. Like, he's great <laughs> in coverage. He tucks everybody in. He knows night. everyone's name. He's got some sweet orange slices that his mom brings in. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know where he gets them, man. They're, they're delicious. And then he makes a great strawberry mojito after the game. Like, I'm so... Like, I, I I just get annoyed with – and the same with Stefan, too. Like, every yeah. training camp, it was mm-hmm. just like Andre Patterson. It was you, just, like you guys just don't, just, like, you just don't see it. You just don't see it. You don't see it, man. He does so much for his defense, which is why he was cut. <laughs> so, is is Dalvin Tomlinson just a bigger Shamar Stefan? Like, that's – I want to see those two in the middle of the defense. My jury's still out on Michael Pierce because he's never played more than what? 300 350 snaps in a year. Yeah, I don't know. So and he's going and he's I mean, he should be in pretty good shape though. He's been off for a year. 
So I, I would yeah. think he's in pretty the good. Lions, I've seen I've the seen the video. Yeah, I've seen the videos of him and he's looking looking pretty good training and stuff. But that you know everyone looks good. Laquan Treadwell, Laquan Treadwell looks good training. So you know, wait till they get to the field. Uh, we mentioned Dakota Dozier before. They decided to re-sign him. He was one of the worst off, if not the worst, offensive lineman in the NFL last season. So just why in the world? Would the Vikings re-sign Dakota Dozier? Are they just trolling the fan base? Do they need a camp body? Like, what's going on? <laughs> oh, I would not be surprised if he's the starting guard. No, oh, no. That's how this team rolls. That's how this team rolls. Continuity. Like, like I said, like they don't they don't think anything is wrong with the offense. Yeah. They don't think anything is wrong with the offense. And I mean, to a T, there's not. They did finish fourth in yards. That's great. Eleventh in points, it's good. But <laughs> It, it could be better. Why? Are, mm-hmm. Like, I think I saw a stat like 978 of Justin Jefferson's yards. I, I'm spitballing. It was like 970 were in the second half. And I mean, there's something mm-hmm. to that because the Vikings defense was so bad. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, you know, you had, you had to throw in the second half, but there were other games, like, especially at the beginning of the year, those first six games, there were a couple games where Kirk cousins was the problem. Like you, you can mm-hmm. pin the defense on Atlanta a little bit, but Kirk Cousins came out looking like he just slammed one of the Anthony Bard strawberry mojitos before <laughs> the game. And like, I'm going to impale Deion Jones with this laser. And then like, just like, oh, the ball's here. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks, Kirk. Like, it, they don't get Justin Jefferson involved in the game early. It's run, 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 run. And Dakota Dozier might be fine running, but if you have to pass and your defense suggests that you probably will, even with all these additions that you made, like you're going to have problems. Kenny Clark's going to eat Kirk Cousins lunch. Akeem Hicks is going to punch Brian O'Neill in the face again and (laughs) laugh about it. Like you're just going to get bullied again. And Mm -hmm. it, it, it like signing Dakota Dozier is just like, Oh, it's fine. Ezra Cleveland's a right guard too. Oh, we, we have Garrett Bradbury. He's okay. Like <laughs> the offense just, he, I, he's laughing because we have video on this podcast and, and I'm just trying not to say something that could get put on Twitter. And like, everybody would be like, man, like, you know, like me walking into training camp next year and everybody looking at me like, okay? there's that guy, there's like, that guy. Like there's the guy that's internet famous. Like, <laughs> It's just so frustrating to see this offense. And yes, Dalvin Cook is the, if he's not the best running back in the NFL, you could make a strong case for Derrick Henry, but Dalvin Cook does more. But I mean, at the same time, like you have to be somewhat creative. And I don't care if Clint Kubiak's the offensive coordinator, Mike Zimmer's running this defense 100%. Like Clint Kubiak's just the puppet. And Mike Zimmer's the puppet master because the first time Clint Kubiak tries to do some Kevin Stavansky stuff, you know what he's going to hear in the his headset? <laughs> well, you know Kubiak tried to probably do some. He probably tried to do some of that stuff. Gary Kubiak tried to do some of that stuff probably last year when they were passing a bunch in the first couple of games and they started one and five. And Zimmer's like, "Hey, how about you give Dalvin the ball like forty times a game instead?" Coach, it's second and 17. <laughs> Run the ball. <laughs> All right. Just a thought. Let's 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 move on to, before we get out of here, let's move on to the draft. We are now in draft month. The 2021 NFL draft will take place at the end of the month on Thursday, April 29th. I believe it's in Cleveland. 
And I think there's going to be fans in attendance. So that'll be uh, interesting to see how all that goes down. Currently, the Vikings have 10 picks in this year's draft. That number can obviously change, and it probably will since Rick Spielman is still the team's GM. After their free agent signings, you know, what what direction do you think the Vikings will head in with their first round pick this year? It comes in not number 14 right now, and there sh- should still be plenty of talent to choose from, you know, when it comes to them for time for them to be on the clock. Will they go defense, offense, best available, trade back, trade up? What are they going to do? Uh, probably take a linebacker. Or <laughs> linebacker. <laughs> as long as it's on defense, I guess. Um, you know, it depends on what they think of Ezra Cleveland and Rashad Hill. If they're yeah. comfortable with Hill at left tackle and Cleveland at right guard, I don't know. Maybe they'll maybe they'll take a corner now that uh, today's news is dropped. Uh, yeah. Linebacker, you know, they could take an edge rusher. Quiddy Pay would be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Phillips is a nice addition. Like, I, I've seen people say wide receiver, but... A, it, I think it depends Mike, who it is. It depends who it yeah, is. Yeah, and according to Mike Zimmer's presser, I don't think they're taking a receiver because if they do, they have to go to more three receiver sets. And I don't I don't yes, see the yes. Vikings changing much about no. this offense. So I mean, taking a Rashad Bateman is kind of pointless because when is he gonna get on the field with Thielen mm-hmm. and Jefferson there? Yep. I think that the front runners are in the trenches. I think they'll either take a defensive end or they'll take an offensive tackle. And if mm-hmm. It's Rashawn Slater. If it's Christian Derrissaw, um, if it's Anthony, Bar- Anthony Barrett Tucker would be a dream for the Vikings Elijah. because he can play. Uh, Elijah, I'm sorry, Elijah <laughs> Barrett Tucker would be a dream because he could play both tackle and guard. And like, hopefully, he would they, be, but you never know. They could just move him around as much as they want. They're just like, well, you know, Ezra Cleveland's a guard, but he could also play tackle. This mm-hmm. guy can do both too. So I mean, maybe they'll just do it like on a drive by drive basis. Like, just everyone plays a different Barrett Tucker. Every series, now, everyone plays a different position. He's like the Percy Harvin, but an offensive lineman. <laughs> they just put him all over the formation and let him go. He's the Vikings, tight end. What the hell? If the Vikings draft him, I'm going to remember that, and uh, I'll I'll put that in a quote of you know what the what the draft experts are saying. He's the Percy Harvin of offensive linemen. People would be like, oh wow, he's going to be so good. Um, so is there an underrated position? Maybe you think the Vikings could target in the first round? I mean, you 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 know like facetiously mentioned linebacker but maybe they do do that with anthony Barr being a free agent next year and eric wilson not being there anymore you know safety running back and with today's news with jeff gladney i've seen this many times already corner's probably in play now yeah um what about a quarterback yeah I don't, I don't know. think it happens. <laughs> I, I don't think it happens. I mean, it, it's obviously a talker because, and like you mentioned too, I saw a tweet uh, by you yesterday. Rick Spielman has never traded Mm-mm, up. Never in the traded first up. Round. Nope. And they don't have a second round pick. So I would be. He has traded shocked. back. He's tra- traded back into the first round. Like he has a second round pick, but their top pick that they've had, they've never used that to trade up. It's all, it's either I would be, stay put or trade back. And the thing is, now they probably have to trade in the top four to get a quarterback. Oh yeah, don't yeah. you think well, one that's worth? You know what? You know what? Like everyone's like the Forty the Niners are trading up to get Mac Jones. Come on, get out of here! No, they're not. <laughs> if they do, like he's just, just like f- Kirk Cousins. <laughs> like oh yeah, that's yeah, that's a great. That's who you want to draft the number three. Like no, no offense to Kirk Cousins, I like him. You know, he's a good quarterback. There's a reason he wasn't. He wasn't a top thir- three pick for a reason. Okay, but. But Mac Jones, like oh, everyone, was he fifth round. 
fourth, I think. I think he was fourth. Um, fourth same yeah. same same draft as uh, RG three. Like they, the Redskins decided to draft mm-hmm. two quarterbacks in the first four rounds, and Kirk Cousins turned out to be the the better quarterback. Um, but yeah, I think they are in a position if a quarterback falls to where Rick Spielman, you know, he gets the the gears going, and he's like, hey, who who wants this pick? Who wants number fourteen? You know, like. Give me, give me what you want. Give me a second round pick, and you can move right up here. So, like, if someone, if if there is a Mac Jones available, if there is a Trey Lance available, you know, but I don't think they're going to get past. Well, actually, you know what? The Panthers just traded for Sam Darnold today, so that's a team you can probably cross off. Not drafting a quarterback unless you think they might. If things get weird, and the Vikings do trade up, or let's say somebody drops to fourteen. Who's the guy you want? And it's not Trevor Lawrence because he's not getting past four. Quarterback wise? Yes. Um I like Justin Fields just because he's been consistent. Um mm-hmm. I honestly haven't really been ever impressed with, with Trevor Lawrence. I know he's got great numbers, but he played with great teams. Like those Clemson teams were the best in the nation like every year he was on that team so let's see how he does on a Jaguars team let's see how he does putting a whole team on his back because there was some times where I'm like I think defense is going to eat this guy alive in the NFL and what happens with Urban Meyer like is Urban just going to roll in with his college offense and be like this is going to work did you hear his comments about free agency did you hear his comments how he's like he didn't think it was fair because Everyone just immediately came in with all their offers and free agency. It was a wild scramble, and he didn't get a chance to talk to anybody. And it's like, yeah, this is how it works. Like, <laughs> you don't get to go to their house and have dinner with everyone. You know, you recruit don't get to them. Flash your, you don't get to flash your no, national champion. You don't get to bring like, you know your briefcase of money that you probably brought to every recruit's house. You know, to to get them to go to your school this time. But uh, as they're yeah. like, yeah, Troy Smith has one of those. He, how did he do? I do think I think Trevor Lawrence will he he will be successful in the NFL, but I think like the hype of him being like this iconic, like once in a lifetime prospect is a little overblown. He's had this narrative around him, like his entire college career. And, you know, they did well at Clemson, but I think it was more than just him at Clemson. Like if, if he was, let's, let's think of someone like who's, who wasn't on a like a powerhouse team who, who did well in the NFL. Like there's a lot of those guys, like even you look at someone like Michael Vick, Virginia tech, like back in the day, they weren't, powerhouse team and Michael Vick came in and he just obviously he would he didn't have the successful NFL career that people thought he would something kind of derailed that in the middle um but uh he would still be able to be successful like you look at someone like Eli Manning who at Ole Miss no one they weren't a powerhouse like an right. Ole Miss and he got he comes in the NFL wins two Super Bowls so like I look at guys like that and I'm like you know Let's settle down on the hype. Maybe Trevor Lawrence can be good. I'm not. I'm not brushing that to the side. I'm not saying he's going to be a bust or anything like that. And I look at guys sort of like Zach Wilson, who has had. We didn't know about him. You know, people like just general people of knowledge of the draft didn't know about him last year. Like but, I like guys that have track records. Yes, Justin like, Fields. Honestly, that's and yeah, Trey Lance and, and, and Trey Lance. You could even say that Trey Lance is a little bit smaller because you know he didn't play last year and he had you know, one season as a starting quarterback. But I mean, this is totally different positions, but look at, or yeah, I'll bring this up. So like 
in my fantasy football league because that perfectly mirrors professional football. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, people were all about Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Oh, no, yeah. And they're like, look at him, his low center of gravity, and he could catch the ball. And the he was a first round fantasy pick. The Chiefs are going to throw him the ball. And it's like, the Chiefs throw all the time. They throw everyone. It's going to run. <laughs> Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor stepped onto the field day yeah. one for Wisconsin yeah. and started busting off long runs like he was Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Like, give me that. Give me a guy. Like, Justin Fields has done this for, what, two, three years as a yeah. starter for a while. And State. people are like, oh, well, Ohio State quarterbacks are, have been have never been good. You think anyone was good at Wyoming before Josh Allen got there? Like you, you put put that to the Patrick side. Patrick Mahomes played at Texas Tech. Yeah, like it doesn't. It these days where you can transfer to you know every year wherever you want to go to school, it doesn't matter like what school you're at. Really, it's it is more about the prospect these days than it is about the school that they went to. And if you you've been consistent, and Justin Fields plays at a high level, he plays some of the best teams in the country or he has played some of the best teams in the country in college football, and he did well. If Justin Fields is there at, like, 14, or, like, even if he falls to, like, 12 and the Vikings don't trade up like somebody does, I might need a new TV. <laughs> he's, not go- he's not going to be there, though. There's no way. It would, be, it would be my side TV, not my big TV. I would just need... I would need a new yeah, TV yeah. in my living room. We're going to see a video of, of, of Chris going... Lots of viral Chris moments uh, from this, this podcast. Um... But what's the draft order? I want to see who, like, there's no way he's um, getting past, uh, I think, four. Let's see. The Jets, they are going to draft Zach Wilson. Um, Three three is the Niners, who, yeah, right there. The Niners, he's not going to get past the Falcons. The Bengals are not going to draft him. They have Joe Burrow. Um, Dolphins have Tua. The Lions at seven. Like, if he gets to seven, why would the Lions pass on him? Because they're going to go with Jared Goff? Come on. They're going to get a kneecap-biting fullback <laughs> at seven. Carolina might pass on him now because they just got um, Sam Darnold. The Broncos, like, Drew Locke, is he going to – is he a oh, franchise yeah. savior? Like, There's your there's your team. They'll no. take a quarterback if one's available. Yeah, yeah, and you got – Let's see, Dallas, they got Dak, Giants, Daniel Jones, which he's in a make-or-break year, so maybe the Giants take a, a gamble if, if if for some reason Justin Fields is available at 11, and then, you know, you got the Chargers and Vikings. But there, there's there's no way he's making it to 14. There's no all this talk of, like, Orlovsky, like, oh, there's some concerns about Fields. That's because he's got people in his ear. He's got teams telling him, like, you should lower his draft stock so, like, he can fall and we can get to him. That's That's the... That's the draft. That's what people. That's it's what happens game within every game. year. This is yes. what happens every year, and then people they're like, "Oh, you went number three. We're so surprised." And it's like, "No, you're not," because unless he's, he's got the Laramie Tunsil, you know, yeah, 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 bomb, you know, and but. and look at him. He he turned out to be a great player. He got the Dolphins so many draft picks. <laughs> um, but that's gonna do it for us today, man. We talked about. A lot of different stuff. Uh, it's unfortunate the way we had, to, we had to begin the episode, but I think we ended it on a pretty good note. So thanks for joining, Chris. Uh, where can people find you on Twitter? I am at the real Krishad, and then of course my podcast, The Homer Horn. You can follow yeah. at the Homer Horn. Lots of fun stuff going on there, and 
took a little bit of a break, but uh, we'll ramp things back up uh, as we head towards draft season. For sure. Lots of fun stuff to talk about. Uh, make sure to follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook and subscribe to this podcast on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. But until next time, we will talk to you later. to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.